Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast to count down things each week that makes anything as tall the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Plus. That's the 300th time we've said that. It yeah. is. Possibly 301st. Well, no, Depending on it, if you false. consider our teaser episode true or not. Which was we like two and a half hours long or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I went back to visit to, to you know, do a little tourism, a little, little trip down, you know, memory lane. And our first episode is like a tight one hour. And in the description, it's like, this is very long. I was like, oh, you don't even know the half of it. We're going to get <laughs> that's just the beginning. And we but kept yes. it light with stories about uh, uh, the Vegas shooting and uh, what was what were we saying? Me too. I think we're in like the first like it month. Was, we the- started like the week all of the Me Too stuff broke about Harvey yeah. Weinstein. That was like yeah. the yeah. day we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that was sad. really like the the peak of like people being like, "Well, I have to weigh in on this." Like in like totally. October 2017. I was like, well, we can't not say anything about this. It's like you really, there's so it's so much easier to not say anything than it is to say something. It's like way easier. Yeah. Are we not to use our single ep- two episode podcast platform to address these issues? Uh, but Look, we're burying the lead here a little bit. Folks. We are. We are. We have we have a very special guest uh, to commemorate 300 episodes. It is uh, the podcast kingmaker himself, uh, Paul F. Tompkins, is here. <laughs> Hi! Yes! Uh, yes! So which, which one of us are you making king? Which one am I? What? You're oh, the which one of you? Kingmaker. Who gets to be the king? That's true. Kath, a lot of people don't realize I pick someone within the podcast to make yes. king. It's not that I make the podcast <laughs> successful, it's that I have, I have a special power. And it depends on. Who pleases me most? <laughs> By the end of the podcast, <laughs> I shall reveal my choice. <laughs> yes, we're all Venmoing, but all also remind me, remind amounts. me, remind me. By the end of the podcast, that's real yeah. my choice because I, I will not remember this bit. Yeah, <laughs> neither ch- the chances of any of us remembering it very slim. We'll yeah. see. Maybe someone will get to be the king. The second we, it comes uh, out of my mouth on here, it's gone. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's committed to tape because we use tape. People don't know that either. We use like a real to real, you know, recording system. It's all very old fashioned. I can yeah. tell because of the warmth. Yeah. <laughs> when, I listen, when I listen, when I listen to what I'm talking exactly. I just it feels so warm. The friction. They're going to take Lim- our Zoom, Shelby Zoom recordings of these and blow them up to 70 millimeter and they're going to tour the country. <laughs> Everyone's going to be amazed at the incredible lighting. It's we'll so drop a, a limited vinyl pressing of our 300th episode. Check it out. Get on there. Toss on the turntable. I can't uh, wait for Edgar Wright to host it at the New Beverly <laughs> Cinema. That is a very local reference. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here it would be. We were going to be taking just unbelievable amounts of questions that are just comments from Tish students about our process, mm. uh, you know, at, trying to slip us their own podcast scripts after our screening oh. and Q&A. It'll be great. They think they're scripted. 
first mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then also we we're, we're we're recording on a momentous day, not only for our own podcast personal reasons, though I would argue that's you know obviously more relevant to the nation. But we may have live updates. We are recording this Thursday night, so a particular piece of uh, historical photography. Uh, may come through while we're recording this, which we will try to comment on if we get access. Do you think... Allegedly... Sorry, go, go ahead, ahead, Kat. No, you go I ahead. Just... <laughs> it's your 300th Allegedly... episode. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, he's apparently turning himself in in like 30 minutes. So like during this episode, like we will stop and something may have happened. And I hope there is visual evidence of it. I really yeah. want to know. Do you think smile or no smile? I think he'll do the like, the like sort of smug half smile he does after he's like laid in a burn on someone. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Where like his hands go like this and he's like, Mm -hmm. he's going to be doing that thing where he looks into like kind of the sky, the corner, like wistfully after his own burn. But then I think you have to look at the camera during. I th- yeah, I think you're I not think allowed you to, to look into the middle distance or anything. <laughs> yeah, when you're taking, they're taking your mug. You're not allowed to wink is what I learned. That <laughs> 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 is forbidden. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I do think I, I think uh, I think it was David Roth who said uh, <clears throat> regardless of what face he makes, he definitely had the world's most sullen meeting about it over the past few days, like to, sure. to, to, to game out which face to make. Yeah, because yeah. it is it is instantly one of the most famous photographs ever taken, which is a very funny thing to think I, about. That's why I think you if you don't smile in your mugshot, you're a fool. If you're, if you're like a public figure and you don't smile in your mugshot, I mean, you have to. You absolutely have to because they are going to they're going to show that picture so many times. Yeah, it's like the first time I saw it, I think it was Tom DeLay and he smiled at his mugshot. And I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But <laughs> it does make sense. It's like, I don't care. I'm not bothered by this at all. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm so- going to sell so many T-shirts. Yeah, this. I might as well look happy about it. Yeah. Oh, you is, just yeah, I think me out. Unless you like fully committed a violent crime and you are like covered in your victim's blood i think the move is to smile like mm. <laughs> i think you I, yeah, the move I is to smile if if you're yeah. if you're caught in that way i think you got to give a a sort of like i can't believe this kind of look you know like <laughs> uh, i guess i did it <laughs> whoops a real yeah, you know did i do that whoops. urkel style yeah yes mm-hmm. i mean does he get more than one like you know could he take? like whine his a way do-over? into a second take if he's like in an in-between he can't decide and it's just like a weird face where he's like uh, i'm trying to get <laughs> i'm trying to get that smile where like i know this is i know this is kind of bogus or like you know but i'm not mad about how nasty and unfair everyone is and he ends up making just kind of like a weird in-between face that would be that's my ideal uh, outcome, a, I think. a good a good bit that would probably get you beaten into a bloody pulp is just to keep blinking every time they take it <laughs> and then make them have to take like 40 yeah. mug shots yeah, I wonder I mean, about that. Like, how, what would cause them to do a second one? Because you know that before the first one, they will wait until you are making the face that they allow you to make. Yeah. And if you're trying to deviate from that in any way, they will not take the picture. You're not going to get them in that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think you have to really, you have to time it so well in order for them to look at it and say, oh, we got to do another one. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I think if I was if I was a mug photographer, um, I would uh, I would definitely do it like you do a candid photo of people where I'd be like on three, and then I'd take it on two. At just yes. to, that's the move. <laughs> exactly. Do that. Yeah. Um, it would be great if they had did that thing they do for like kids where they have like a sock puppet on one hand and they're like, mm-hmm. talk to Mister. Yeah. I don't know. Inject a little fun into what is a horrible uh, situation. Yeah. You know. Oh, we're I talking about we're really talking good... about the pre- the, uh, the former president, by the way, because we never even said who it was. Uh, we're talking right. about this is uh, Donald Trump is getting his mugshot taken uh, today. So. Donald mm. J. Trump. I yeah. saw some really good mugshots this weekend. It was like a, an article about s- some kids got arrested for like throwing water bottles on stage at a concert and like hit somebody or something. And I don't know. I, it was like it, I, it was some famous concert, so that's why famous person's concerts. So that's why there was news about it. But it was like three kids. And like two of them, two of them are like looking into the camera, kind of badass. And then the other one is just sobbing. And it was so <laughs> great. It's like <laughs> I know exactly the dynamics of this social group, and yeah. they should just let that one guy go. He learned yeah. his lesson. <laughs> just like full on, you could tell it was like the middle of like a racking yeah. sob. He's was instantly delightful. scared straight. Instantly, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. fastest straight scare ever recorded. <laughs> yeah. That's you know that's a bummer about those scared straight uh, things they used to do is because yeah there's definitely some kids in there who after about five minutes they were like I am scared straight and then but there was yep. like the tough kid in the class who's like I don't think it's that bad and they should have been like everyone who's scared straight can leave we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna lay into this kid for a minute <laughs> but you yeah. don't have to sit here while it happens you don't the have kids to are like we're not gonna make you go to the morgue or whatever yeah. <laughs> the kids are like you think I don't know this is my future I absolutely do <laughs> I'm ready. Let's yeah. wait for this music to stop playing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it, well, it's hard because it's like, it's like a haunted house, you know, where it's like the, yeah. the chainsaw guy. It's like, he can only get so close to you and you're like, you're not allowed to hit me. You know, you, you that's can't. right. The ghouls cannot touch you and yeah. you cannot touch the ghouls. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. It's, no. it's, 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 it's against the rules. You're not allowed to only, go over only there in and... certain states. It depends on the local laws. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and if you're doing like a sleep no more, where it's like if you enter this these premises, we have the right to put our thumbs in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, is that do they can they touch you and sleep no more? I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Oh. That's one of those Why ones where they can touch you. That? Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't. Well, you, sleep you no more. You don't want to be touched, already. Eli. You don't want to be touched. <laughs> Never. No. Seems Not like until I'm one married. of those things where, like, maybe the experimental theater scene was really hurt by COVID because they, like, can't put their fingers in your mouth anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can't do our art the way we used to. This is bullshit. Yeah. You can't, now like, touch me like you're, like, I'm a bowling ball. Like, my face is yeah. a bowling ball and you're going to pick me up. Yeah. That, yeah. that the, gesture that we all love. The guy who's supposed <laughs> to be Hamlet it. did the mandible claw on me and pinched my nerves. <laughs> Yeah, it breaks the immersion when they're swapping out uh, like individual nitrile gloves in between touching each person's mouth. They're like, mm. they stick their finger in the mouth, strip the glove off, put it back on, stick the finger in the mouth. Very weird. It pull slows your, the whole thing down. Pull your mask down. Pull your. You have to pull your mask down. Pull your mask down for a second. <laughs> I'll keep mine on, but I do have to stick my fingers in your mouth. <laughs> it's a big part of it. It's you're not going to get it if I don't do it. <laughs> There's a clue on there. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's also an escape room. Yeah, <laughs> it might not think contact I mean, escape room. That would be a, like strong incentive to escape if people Absolutely. were doing. If there's that a to guy in there room. who can touch you whenever he wants, <laughs> yeah, like we gotta get out of here. Yeah, we gotta oh, work know, as a team. Oh, you didn't know there was a guy in here? Yeah, there's. Yeah, they have a guy in this one. Yeah. 
That's a uh, that's the threat. He that's doesn't how they, help. Uh, he won't help. No, no, absolutely oh, no. not. <laughs> he just counts down. He says what? How many minutes are left? Every minute. Yeah, he's like, a oh, proctor. That's it's like a high school test. <laughs> Look, if you don't get out of the escape room after an hour, we're letting the next group in there too, and they're big. And they're rowdy, so you're gonna want to get out of here. They're <laughs> causing trouble in the lobby. Wait to see the guy that's in the room with them. <laughs> you don't want both guys, guys in here. <laughs> have you guys ever done an escape room? No, I, I haven't. No, I would I like do puzzles. it. Like I like puzzles, but I just to me that's like one of the most like. If you like that, your brain is just like not like my brain. There are a couple things where it's like you are just a you are a person well adjusted beyond my wildest dreams if you enjoy this. It's like escape rooms and like beach volleyball. Those are my two of like I just don't understand who you are as a human being. I cannot like I just don't get it. It's like Which would you they, be more those inclined are the types to of do? people who like do they dream? Like, are they? Do they just go home and are off? I dream yeah, of beautiful puzzles and little sliding bits and bits and bobs to dream. twist and turn. Yeah. Um, to I, that question, level I would, of consciousness, I can't understand. Yeah. I think no I would do an escape room if it was all people I knew. I, I think I don't want to be in an escape room oh, with yeah. strangers, right? That's I mean, how, how it works. No. Yeah, do you know, it with that, strangers. Uh, okay, I don't know. I don't know They're how it works. Doing no, it's not like a ride. <laughs> yeah, it's Where like, like, it gets you up and then it's like, <laughs> all right, it was exactly six people. I thought it was yeah. like I thought it was like hibachi. You know, like you might get stuck if you only have six. They put two more in there. You know, no, you're next. no, no, yeah, no, it's not. Well, they're a couple, so it's fine. They're not going to bother you. you know. However, yeah. they do flip food into their own hats. Yeah. But let me ask you, Kath, what do you? What did you mean by "do they dream"? I just like I can't imagine like inhabiting that consciousness. Like okay. I don't. I. Like, I just imagine if you're, like, the type of person who is not neurotic about things like an escape room or a beach volleyball, that you just, like, go home and go to sleep immediately. Like, you I, don't, like, worry about things before you fall asleep, those, and you're just, like, off. But those two things that equal <laughs> wait for you, escape I'm, rooms and beach yes. volleyball. Yes. You would have the this. same mind if you if you wanted to do one of those things. I think about this like a lot. Like every I've... time I see someone doing beach, playing beach volleyball, like when I'm biking by the piers, and then also when I see an escape room, I'm just you like, just, you just want to give them the Voight... type of human, and I'm not one of. You want to give really... them the Voight camp test. You want to say there's yeah. a turtle coming up to you, and it flips over. You want to do the whole the, the whole thing. The thing is, like, I think they're probably just like better people than me. Like, it's not. I don't like think they're dumb or anything. I'm just like, no, I, I think we're not cut from the same cloth. I w- I definitely feel that way about people who play beach beach volleyball something i've never <laughs> never wanted to do and i'm never going to do yeah right but like, i don't i don't put, sport in yeah. your bathing suit yes i don't get it. <laughs> absolutely but but i i guess i don't give that the same sort of uh uh courage value <laughs> as I, uh, an yeah. escape room I feel like there's I, i'm approaching the the thought that there is a non-zero chance that i'm the only one of the three of us who understands how an escape room fully because patty thinks you're getting thrown in with like <laughs> other prisoners like it's some yeah. sort of and kath i feel like there's a chance you think they kill you at the end of the escape room if you don't get out it's I like a fun thing, low stakes puzzling ex- expedition i think the thing to me is like i would never 
take a social group I'm in and be like, let's throw a problem in the mix here. That's going <laughs> to make us all have a good time. Like, that's, I think, the part that I can't really get my head it's around. too much drama. Yeah, that's what I do when I say, I'm the problem. And then I start yeah. windmilling around. And, and then you start and making people me. solve little puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm always holding myself back from asking my friends riddles. So, you know, this is, mm. uh, it's not it's not that ter- weird that yeah. I if you guys want me to, to buy, do an escape room. You guys want me to buy a round, uh, you'll have to find three <laughs> keys that are hidden around this bar. <laughs> yeah. A riddle is sort of like a conversational escape room. You must... <laughs> Figure out the password in order to yeah. get away. That should be my new thing is just yeah. when I'm in a conversation <laughs> I don't want to be in. Goodbye. <laughs> I will not let you leave. <laughs> I'll follow you all over this party if you don't solve my riddle. Yeah. That's going to be my new thing, though. Instead of If you're in a conversation you don't want to leave, instead of being like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom or oh, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette, I'm just going to just launch a riddle out of nowhere. Just someone's talking about, yeah. you know, cancel culture and comedy or something. And I'll just be like, let me ask you something. What walks on four legs when it's a baby? <laughs> yeah, I don't really follow that scene, but I do have to ask you, will yeah. you solve my questions three? Yeah. <laughs> There's three people in this conversation. Now, what if I told you that I always lie, but Patty always tells the truth? <laughs> and then Now, what would you do? And you're you're just like struggling to get the rest of it out as you're chasing them. It's like, no, no, the, doc- the doctor says, I can't operate on this. This is my son. So, so how how can that be? <laughs> that was so. one of my famous lateral thinking puzzles from this mm-hmm. podcast <laughs> to tease our listeners with, and everybody hates. I'm building a book of them. There, would people still get that wrong today? That riddle, the one about the, uh, the surgeon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like yes. Because I feel like people still expect there to be a word like doctress, I think, in the back of their head. <laughs> still Do- like doctrine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I mean, not to, not to, I'm not, of course, I'm not it, it, trying to apply that sexism is over. But that, I wonder. Headline if, I, of the episode. I, if, <laughs> I, I do wonder if people would, would come to that conclusion faster, you know, nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think know. maybe if you ask, like we we have to find like a a fifteen year old, yeah, like someone who exactly. has been raised post, uh, you know, post sexism because it's yeah. over. That's we've right. established. Yeah, um, I feel like they would probably get it quicker, but who knows? There, I don't know has, any fifteen year olds to ask. There has to be someone just ask doing kids, this riddle listeners. on a TikTok, right? Because TikToks are all like just stealing other content and then you know, posing it as their own. I'm sure there's somebody with like flippy hair that's like, let me ask you like this, you know, with the, the TikTok I voice. couldn't the doctor operate right. on <laughs> the bed. Pa, yeah. you're a doctor. And you're- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like the 15-year-old, there's a good chance they could be like, well, yeah, obviously it's the mother because uh, women can be doctors, but they shouldn't be allowed to because he's watching all the YouTube stuff or something, right? Yeah, also, yeah. part of that riddle is... Uh, Knowing hospital rules, like I don't know. <laughs> it's true. I said, "Why? Can, I don't know why that person can't operate on someone they're related to." Yeah, why should that I know true? that? I feel like I would much prefer to operate on my own son than be like, "Oh, I'd love to." Yeah, I'd love to. Unless somebody who's <laughs> to feel so close to someone that you've seen the inside of their body. Yeah. yeah. 
I saw your guts. I only want someone I'm related to because otherwise I'd be embarrassed. I don't exactly. want other people to see the inside exactly. of my body. Yeah. I would love for my mom to operate me. Oh, I've seen your intestines. Stop being so shy. <laughs> Think about uh, how much they can lord that over you, too. That's yeah. real power right there. It's like, I brought you into this world and I took out your appendix, which was going to kill you. Uh, I brought you into this world and I kept you in this world when you were attempting to exit it at one point. So, yeah, that's that's a lot of ammunition to have in your other hand we when they're arguing. Should we do our numbers? Let's do it. I dare you. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> Number five. Number five. Uh, we've got here, we've got some crime going on here. Not the crime of operating on your own relative, which is <laughs> very serious, as we all know. It'll be... Whatever disbar is for doctors, yes, yes. Tell it to the judge. Doctor jail. Um, <laughs> Doc, the doctor can't go judge. The judge. The judge is his mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem yeah. with these Hold families down. having all the positions of power in these towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lateral thinking puzzle about nepotism and elitism. <laughs> I cannot give this man a corner office. He is my son. <laughs> um, yeah, well, this is crime from uh, the. From Italy, it's in the cheese business. There's some, there's some, you know, just some shady stuff happening. Attenzione, cheese thieves! <laughs> <laughs> the loudspeaker that they have installed throughout Italy and all the little, uh, <laughs> little villages to distribute messages. There <laughs> oh we go. Thank you, Shelby. There we go. That's what they're usually playing out of it for ambiance. Um, yeah. So this is uh, specifically Parmigiano Reggiano cheese. Uh, People have been counterfeiting it, making fake Parmesan. Um, I'm assuming they don't just mean the craft kind that is powdered. I think Italy knows about that and has given up as far as that goes. Uh, I but, like the idea uh, of it like being a wheel you can buy, but it's like not actually cheese. It's like, this is just like a dunk, dunk, dunk. Like it's not even, it's empty. <laughs> what the, what are, hey. Yeah, you crack I mean, it in half and there's a rock and a note that says puto. I'm sure yeah, that I don't know, know that much about this cheese. I mean, obviously I've heard of Parmesan, but if you are making counterfeit cheese, haven't you also made cheese? Yeah. Yeah. It's still cheese for sure. <laughs> is it from, is it the Parmesan region? Is it one of those things? Yes. It's Reggiano. Which yeah. Is... It's the, uh, this is like the, one of the ones that you have to have the seal on it and all that. They take it very seriously, which yeah. is, which yeah, there's is... like, wow. you have to use like the special lacto fermentation stuff. Like, it's all those things. But the counterfeit cheese is nonetheless cheese and yeah. probably tastes pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd to, take some. You have to ha- take it bet- before the Tribunal of Cheese in Italy mm. where they have three emperors. It's it's three clones of the same Italian cheesemonger. One is a boy, one is a man, one is an old man. Sure. Uh, and they approve it, give you the stamp, and then you can sell it. Some people are, are sidestepping this, this painstaking process. Yeah, the, the, as far as I think the... Counterfeiting is kind of, yes, generous for this because they. I think the whole counterfeiting process is you make cheese and then you go, it's that kind. And people are like, oh, okay. There's no like, <laughs> you know, you're not like replicating brush strokes or anything. It's just yeah. like, oh, it's from there. They're counterfeiting oh, the label is what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We Which, did a whole uh, Lie, Cheat, and Steal episode about a wine counterfeiter and like, it was again like the, it was still wine, and the people who drank it were like delicious. Yeah, we love it. But it what you know it wasn't like a Burgundy from nineteen twenties or whatever. I love um, that shit so his, much. 
All of his victims oh. were like Koch brothers. Like it was really hard yeah, to yeah, be exactly. against this. Yeah, exactly. He's like a Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Um, but he keeps the money. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the idea of like slapping a fancy label on some Trader Joe's wine is and people saying like, oh, this is so sophisticated or whatever. Like they're they're <laughs> analyzing it and giving the their review of all the the top notes and the base notes and all that shit. It is it's nothing but hilarious. Yeah. It never gets old. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's like the meanest thing in the world to be, to then exp- <laughs> like to be to know that's going on and let someone do that and then you know what I mean just like oh boy just like oh yeah it's really uh it's like yeah this is uh not it's two buck chuck buddy yeah, so that should uh, be a misdemeanor <laughs> at most. <laughs> It should just be like everything, you know. If they can figure it out, then maybe you're in trouble. But if not, then you get twice as mu- twice as much money. I think. I don't know. Yeah. They should, should be rewarded for good. If the police think- find out before the victims find out, they should let you go until the victims find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is all feeding into my. This is feeding to my controversial opinion that really good counterfeiters should get away with it. I think if they think it's really good and they go, it was. This is pretty crazy looking dollar bill. It looks almost like the real thing. They should be able to use it. They should be able to use them. They did a good job. And they should be rewarded for their efforts. Rewarded for the their economy. hard work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the uh, this the measure they've put into place to try to stop people from uh, buying this counterfeit or this this being distributed. Uh, I wish they just had a marker like it was currency. Like they just at the you know the the counter of the bodega, the guy just puts a marker stripe on the side of the cheese, and if it doesn't turn green. And then it's, uh, you know, official Parmigiano Reggiano. And people are buying these wheels of cheese at the bodega. Is that yes. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got the boar's head and then they got the uh, the official that's Parmigiano why they have Reggiano. To, that's why they have to have cats there because these these mice are going nuts for this cheese. Yeah. Can I get one of those uh, scratchers. And also, where's your cheese monger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say before, you know, uh, I didn't realize that living in like Brooklyn and Bushwick in the year 2023, I would know almost 10 cheese and cheesemongers and butchers in my day to day life. <laughs> I can name three butchers. I know uh, it is not a lost art around here. It's um, fun to know a butcher. It's such an oh, old fashioned yeah. <laughs> thing to know a butcher. It's great. Yeah. You just get to chat with them about butcher stuff. You'd be like, hey, where's my arm? Where are the joints in here? Where can you, you snap this off? Is there still such a thing as a milkman anywhere in the country? Ooh, oh. good question. There's I feel just... like it might come back as like an ultra expensive luxury mm. type thing, but I haven't, no. I haven't heard about it because also like the the richy rich people who want the fancy wine don't. I don't think they drink milk anymore. It's all yeah. the now it's the now it's know. the now it'd be the oat milk man, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, play that Seinfeld music, Shelby. <laughs> it's it's also a weird occupation that I think is now probably more known, like less known for delivering milk and more known for uh, like fucking people's wives. It was yeah, like yeah. weirdly sure. just basically an excuse. Were there ever any real milkmen, or were there just guys with a couple bottles of milk that would come and fuck your wife? That's the question. Was anybody <laughs> controlling these, this? Were all these milkmen super hot, or were the wives just that? lonely and sad where they're like mm. uh you know what just get in here <laughs> <laughs> it's weird too because it's not a very sexual substance you know you don't there's nothing like when you're just you rattling are, around I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> don't want to argue this but i will just say i disagree yeah <laughs> you think milk is sexy yeah. you seem to be forgetting about dozens of the grossest songs ever recorded That's uh, right. just you know <laughs> 
pour some milk on me? <laughs> the world, the world's grossest double entendres and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's nice. All right, well, it's you also like milk I don't know, freaks. It's like have... nourishing. I I feel like yes. we don't have to get into it. <laughs> it's nourishing, like love is nourishing. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. But I, yeah, I think it's more just like, I don't know. Did they like let women leave the house? Like that was just the one guy <laughs> nope. who was coming to the house, you know? <laughs> yeah. Women were essentially well, in house here. arrest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No yeah. credit cards. No. Yeah. It was really quite a. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You will yeah see no, it was just the first person to come to the house that had a bank account. And they were yeah. like, yeah. here we go. <laughs> you are going to sit in here. You're going to fuck a man that brings you milk, and you're going to have someone demonstrate a vacuum to you. That's it. That's all you're allowed to do. Please don't fuck the vacuum guy. (laughs) You won't. He's too desperate. His life is falling apart. (laughs) The vacuum guy is the guy to fuck because he's he's not going to come by every week. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to sleep with like Willie Loman, you know, or, you know, that's not, <laughs> oh, come on. I just need one. You know, attention that's not, must that's be paid. Like the, the milkman is not desperate for the sales. Like he knows you're buying milk. He's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> idea a milkman trying to pitch you milk. Hey, you need milk. <laughs> <laughs> you can put it on cereal. Uh, you can feed it to kids. <laughs> Yeah, I got you know, a whole bunch in this truck. Uh, I need to get rid of it. It's going to go bad very fast. Hey, so. you like cake? Uh, <laughs> milk's a big part of it. <laughs> oh, that classic childhood memory of sitting out on the sidewalk, setting up a stand and selling, just spoiling milk from the hot sun to anyone <laughs> walking by. A milk dollar here? a glass. Yeah, just out of the cold. With a pitcher of milk. <laughs> yeah. Let me just scoop the clots off the top and pour you a frosty one. Um yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But the thing they're doing here to, to let people prove that it's a real wheel is they're putting in what they call an edible microchip. Uh, the little micro no. transponders <laughs> that are no. being placed in the casing label, uh, which is, you know, the I guess the rind sort of. Um, and you scan it and it pulls up a unique serial ID. So we've got serial numbers on the damn cheese. Uh, got chemtrails in our cheese. Got 5G cheese. Uh, <laughs> this sucks. Can, can, so can anyone can anyone scan this thing? Like, is it a is it a phone app or is it like you need like a, a particular device to? Well, I just it. point right. my camera at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It uses blockchain technology. That's oh important. well, that's important to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good to know. Um, Each cheese you get an NFT of the cheese. Yeah. They By all the way, look the same. But just yeah. want to update everyone. Uh, I still do know exactly what blockchain means, <laughs> and I always have, and I always will. Yeah, it's was, probably uh, it's probably the most important to know that it's ever been, you know, because it's only yeah, getting exactly. well. That's why I know it's becoming yeah. a bigger part of everyone's yeah, life. Yeah, 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 exactly. Day. No, but well, blockchain's all around us, and uh, I know <laughs> I know what it is, and I always have known. Mm-hmm. When we logged into the Zoom, uh, Paul was just finishing up an accurate drawing of the blockchain, and then he put yes. that away. So yeah. I just doodle. You know what I mean? I was waiting for the Zoom call to start. I was just like, I'll draw the blockchain. <laughs> just, just brushing up, you know. Yeah. Not that I need to, but yeah, you know, it's always good to be. Fire off a quick blockchain, you know, while waiting. Um, yeah. Here's here's another thing that I do like about this microchip is that they're calling it an edible microchip, but it's the reason it's edible is because it's the size of a grain of sand, which means it's it's not edible, it's just too small to choke it's on. Swallowable. It's basically, yeah, 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 yeah. It means you will eat it and shit it out. Right. But, yeah. I mean, a regular microchip is edible in the sense that you could eat it. I don't you I mean yeah. I wouldn't advise it, but you could yeah. get it down, I think. It would yeah. you know. 
With you could probably eat a laptop if we could give him enough time. <laughs> yeah, anything under yeah, a certain size. Slow with and a, steady, you know. Glass yeah. of water is edible. Sure, sure. yeah. Um, slow and steady wins the race. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got to just if you're gonna eat a laptop, you got to go bird by bird. <laughs> Just piece by piece. Uh, yeah, they, they say that the chips cannot be read remotely or used to track someone if you eat it, uh, which sounds not true. That's reassuring. But, uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I was worried about that, but I'm glad that they said something. And, and now I'm, I think uh, uh, the word I would use is I'm mollified. My concerns, are, you know, I, I'm, I'm really. <laughs> so that's Man. nice. Mollified. It's weird to think that Reggiano the cheese company is going to take over the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll I, didn't, I didn't think it would be them. I really yeah. didn't think it would be them. I didn't see it coming. This is this is how they, uh, this, this is all a program to track Italians. They just want to know <laughs> where all of the Italians go and Italian-Americans. Because like, I'm hearing this, I'm like, I'm still going to buy that cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know I am. I'm not going to buy the counterfeit kind. This sounds like an ad for the counterfeit kind because it's like, it might not be from that region, but it does not have a microchip. No microchip. Yeah, just, so. yeah, just some headquarter with a headquarters with a huge screen with a billion red dots in New Jersey, and they're like, "Well, they're where we think they were, but it probably wasn't worth it." <laughs> Activate the Parmesan army. <laughs> yeah, that's how it, it actually is. It's got the fungus in it, and then it turns you into a cheese, um, and then they'll be harvested. It'll be it. Soil and yeah, cheese. There's there's, there's a phrase that if you hear it when you have the microchip, it activates you and it makes you uh, take certain actions. Unfortunately, uh, the phrase is spoken in the film The Godfather. So it is, uh, very... <laughs> the phrase is "Let's say which one." Yeah. <laughs> Mario has activated the Parmesan army. We're going. Yeah. Well, if you're buying Parmesan Reggiano, Jano Reggian, you know, if you're doing that. <laughs> Rest assured, you. I guess you can check it with the internet. You have the just your... look. Just be a little careful when you're picking out the pieces out of your antipast. You know what I mean? Maybe you kind of see if there's a little microchip sticking out of there. I know it's the size of it. What was it? A grain of rice or a grain of sand? Grain of sand. Okay, yeah. rice, is rice is too big. Rice is too big. Rice is too big. They couldn't get away grain with wise. <laughs> grain wise, rice is very big. Yeah. No. One of the one of the top, like largest grains for yeah. sure. Oh, they, yeah. Such a big grain. Uh, yeah. you know, in retrospect, they wouldn't have been able to get away with it. It's just yeah. like it's, mm. it's, Apex it's a grain. grain. It's a grain of yeah. rice. It's fine. It's like a, what? <laughs> Foreign no, that's body they, the size of a green. You can write people's names on there. They're not that small. Famously. Yeah. They do use one for that to to just uh make sure that it's genuine risotto, Italian risotto. And that one is just mm. one piece of the, one one grain of rice is buzzing and sending out a signal. It has a little antenna on it. So careful with it. But yeah, you know, they're on top of it. Italy taking care of business as far as counterfeited cheese goes. So good for them. Number four. Uh, number four comes to us from Kate, Romance Understander, in the Discord. If you would like to submit stories to our podcast, you can join the Discord. Uh, if you sign up for our Patreon at the $10 a month level, patreon.com slash pod, you get access to the private Discord channels where you can submit stories such as this one. Uh, where is it? Okay, here it is. Um, drum roll, please. I was like I so will. professional in my whole lead up and then I fucked it up. I will say thank you to Average Gatsby. I forgot to give them a credit, I think, for the Parme- for the Parmesan beat. God. Thank you for 300 in and we're falling apart. Good yeah. 
this story how comes did the, from. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. How did the with all the drops we've been hearing? How did a drum roll no, drum roll not yeah. happen? When you <laughs> <said> <laughs> drum roll, please. <laughs> I, he's in his own. He's on his own journey every time we do this podcast. I feel I like so. the chances of a, a, an asked for sound drop being played. I would say. Under 50%, yeah. I would say. Would you ask Mozart to play Chopsticks, Paul? That's not, it's beneath <laughs> exactly. Shelby. Such simple pedestrian sound drops. Now, if you want to hear we some- We have to play Chopsticks. <laughs> That's like more of like a, we're about Drum to hear solo? a surf rock song. Than this is a, just, yeah. yeah. Oh, Buddy Rich or something? Okay. Whip, whiplash? What's going on here? Of all the things on the soundboard, it is kind of wild that there doesn't seem to be a drum. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the drums from Whiplash. J.K. Simmons screaming at uh, Miles Teller. That's the. It's not his tempo. It's not his tempo. <laughs> not Shelby's tempo. Nope. Uh, yeah, the story is from Sioux City, Iowa, which I feel like is relevant because what I'm about to tell you, um, I feel like there are certain parts of the country where I'd be like, I can sort of see that. Sioux City, Iowa is not where I would cons- I would expect this to happen. Mm. Um. A woman was at Target on Saturday morning in Sioux City, Iowa, and she pulled out a uh, Target shopping cart, and there was a boa constrictor in it, just chilling out. Oh, sorry, a red-tailed boa constrictor. Wait, Um, what? (laughs) (laughs) The boa constrictor that killed my father? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, it's it's just chilling in this, uh, I'm going to put a picture of it in the chat. It's just... Hanging out in the bottom of this Target shopping cart. Wow. And, uh, I don't know. I just feel like when I go to Target, I feel like I am not. I I am fucking on autopilot. I am barely <laughs> home. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm just navigating to, uh, you know, whatever I need there. I feel like it would take me a while to realize there was a bow constrictor in my Target shopping cart. Yeah. What if there was nothing else in there and it was <laughs> the very first thing you go to put in, you know, your magic markers or whatever the fuck you're buying. And then that's whatever Kath is buying magic markers, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kath uses magic markers so extensively that they run dry after only one week and she's going to get a fresh new batch. Uh... Well, sometimes you might need the dry erase ones. You get the permanent ones by accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is. Uh, look, okay. <laughs> Card to the table. I'm a target every day buying magic markers. <laughs> it's one thing after another. Yeah. Every day I go in there, I buy magic markers, I buy the Incredibles coloring book, and I don't get oh. it quite right. And I have to go back and try again. Name, it's mortifying. <laughs> magic markers yeah. again today, sir. The usual. Yeah. <laughs> also, wait. So that was was that a, a shopping basket or a shopping cart? Let me look at the I think it's a cart. I think it's. It looks like, like one of those. She's pulling it out. So yeah, it, it's so like I guess, it was. Sm- I thought it would be up against the side of the other one. Just like yeah. it might be one of those sort of half length, you know, those little stubby ones mm. they have now. For when you need a medium amount familiar. of stuff, really? Is this a New York thing where they're just you know we I think need it's so a much high space density here. store thing where yeah, they don't give yeah. you the full cart? It's like a little oh, I'm half sorry. Guy. I thought there was a new innovation in boa constrictors, <laughs> and you were oh. talking about <laughs> one of those new stubby boa constrictors. Yeah. <laughs> Now that sounds fun. Yeah, it's safe. He can barely get around you, so he can't yeah, constrict like maybe you. Maybe around your ankle. Like, <laughs> yeah, about it. Mm-hmm. 
It's nice. It's more just like a little reassuring hug. I mean, you can just shit, sit around your little ankle. Is that snake supposed to be in that part of the country? I don't know where they live. Boa Definitely not. Um, they live in the country of Colombia. So pretty <laughs> so there's different. None, from... They're not supposed to be here in America at all, much less Sioux no. City, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. And they, they make a, a point to say um, it is illegal to own one of these in Sioux City, Iowa. So they're like, well, maybe someone abandoned it. But it's like, I can't imagine someone owning a boa constrictor and then being like, wait, this is illegal. I have to get rid of this. <laughs> like, that seems. I mean, in it's this quite target a far right now. I wish I'd known. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a point yeah. to get into your life where you could have a boa constrictor and have it be so natural to you that you might just leave it somewhere. And then you're like driving home and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, my constrictor. Feeling um, your shoulders like, oh, God. Oh, no. Where, where is he? <laughs> I'm also now, my brain won't stop imagining like a. I don't know, like a child-proofed boa constrictor. Like a, a boa constrictor made safe, which is just a boa constrictor taped to a long stick so that it cannot constrict. <laughs> it's just zip-tied. Just like, well, it can't curl. So it's actually safe. It's, it's better for totally everybody harmless. here. Yeah. I saw the. I was at Coney Island this past weekend. I saw the snake guy. You know him? The snake guy was always down there. Uh, I feel no? like... Did I imagine? I feel like Coney Island... <laughs> Coney Island is one of the only places where a snake guy could, like conceivably blend in enough they're like he i'm he was probably there i don't know if i noticed him yeah um, i feel like, like a- i always see him on the boardwalk and he's just like uh scotland green had a great joke about guys with snakes in new york how they get so excited when it gets warm out because it's snake weather snake weather yeah he just it's literally just like What's up, everybody? I have a snake. And then people come up and like take pictures with him and give him, I don't know, $5 or whatever because he has a big snake. I've not, I don't think I've business. ever seen a snake guy. I've seen a few bird guys in New York where they just have like a bird on their shoulder walking around, which is, you know, that's a well-trained bird right there because they could, they could just go. <laughs> they don't have to stay. You know? Yeah. Th- they, there's definitely – I've seen some snake guys. There's yeah. a – the rugby team – the rugby team that lived across from us in college had a snake that would come out at parties. Uh, Drank a lot of beer. Yeah. Yeah. They did a team snake? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. As far as I could tell, it wasn't owned by anybody specific. And it lived mostly under their refrigerator. Um, It was, you know, an interesting life it led. Did their team have any kind of a snake name, at least? No, I think their team was the University of Michigan rugby team. (laughs) No. Come on. You got to be the Python or some shit. You can't just have a... Yeah. (laughs) They had that in a... They they trained them to wrap around a... Um, sure. Yeah. They, uh, they had a hot tub and a snake. These mm-hmm. guys were just going full, like, cliche divorce, but they were like 20. <laughs> that was a pretty good way to describe they it. They all yeah. had water beds as well. Guys, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. They threw pretty good parties. Oh, well. That, snake and hot tub house across the street well, from they, us. They, this sounds they made taught, up. <laughs> they taught the snake that he'd wrap around a keg and that's how they'd get it going. He'd squeeze it and it would, the that beer would, be would just cool. come out. Yeah. That's what it, I'm, that's that, it would be cool to get him to smush a keg. I would yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> I cannot give you any details about these guys that won't make them sound more made up. They yep. used to smoke <laughs> weed out of an old French horn. Uh, I mean, like it's, <laughs> they were living a very particular life that, uh, 
Good on them, I suppose. We're probably not it's good. It's weird that it's weird that they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, so strange. So they were weird. they were found just in a row in like <laughs> like in the snake like like just kind yeah. of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They identify them by their height standing in the snake. Mm. <laughs> yeah, their broad rugby shoulders provided them safety against the snake ever mm-hmm. ever fully imbibing them. Yeah. And uh, I have to, all the listeners know, I have to share, we're talking boa constrictors, my famous, much-told boa constrictor story, <laughs> if anybody hasn't heard it yet. Uh, Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Paul, you probably <laughs> not heard this. My uncle used to uh, keep snakes in uh, Tupperware, which I guess is not really where they're supposed to be, but he did have them in there. <laughs> and then uh, boa constrictor was one of the snakes, and it got out of the Tupperware. <laughs> you know, another strike against the Tupperware. And they couldn't find it, and that's like a big problem. And um, when they found it, was big, they sat in the Lazy Boy and tried to open the Lazy Boy, and it wouldn't open. And it turned out the boa constrictor had gone into the Lazy Boy, constricted all the the lazy mechanisms, and then died. And, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah! His final act of defiance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a weird day, for yeah. you. Yeah, okay, we watched I, The Matrix. I mean, I <laughs> I have a lot of questions, and I'm sure they've all been asked before. But um, oh shoot! Go how ahead. many how many snakes uh, were there holes in the Tupperware lids? Like I don't, uh, you know, I can't. I'm having trouble visual visualizing this. <laughs> if my memory serves me correctly, I was a younger man at the time. I do think there were probably holes in the lids. Like he knew how to keep them alive, but he didn't. And then I remember them being stacked, and it was like a bookshelf sort of mm. thing. So I think at least. I would say like minimum four snakes. I'm not sure if I remember precisely how many. Did you and say um, have like why? no habitats in the Tupperware, or was it just like fully? Just uh, I, I can answer. Snake? I can answer this one, Eli. No, <laughs> <laughs> I remember being pretty bare bones. I, I'll have to check. <laughs> I can Real check. No frills Tupperware enclosure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could DM my cousin and be like, "Hey." Rem- how did how did your uncle how did your dad keep all those snakes again? Uh, what was the situation they were in? I, th- I think I whenever there was a question asked, he would say something along the lines of "Nah, they love it in there," and that would be <laughs> yeah. kind of the end of it. <laughs> yeah, but, you can hear him know. hissing. That's a, that's like that's like a, a good sound. They're saying that. thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like them purring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an expression nice. of love. Yeah. <laughs> He died doing what well, he loved, uh, constricting. So that's, he, that. that is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, apparently he liked to be kind of cozy. He liked to be in tight, close quarters. You know, getting yeah. into that lazy boy. So. Probably oh, other snakes don't do that. Why don't they constrict? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's 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 great. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's a cool it's way a, to kill something. It is a yeah. really fun way to do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I think they would have learned. Are they, they got it? They have a discipline, right? They're either of the venom, the, the the school of venom, or the school of constriction. They got to choose. One. Yeah, mm. yeah. You yeah, think yeah. they just double down and be like, whatever? I just have both, and then whatever works better. Absolutely. At the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, big bro, problem. I like Take how we all intelligent know. design. <laughs> We all know boa constrictor too. Like there are other, like, and that, that's like the scientific name apparently. Like it's not like so the like. That's just what everyone calls. Like they get the we get the full treatment. 
Because you see one and you just want to put it on your shoulders and yeah, yeah. kind of exactly. shimmy around, you but know? Yeah, I feel like we all got taught, like, it's like a fun fact, like a teacher grasping for something to say in, like, science class in elementary school. It's like, there's a snake that, like, squeezes stuff. And then you just know that for the rest of your life. And that's just how that no, wait, works. Does a, a, a python does as well, right? Yeah, or does python, python just I think a python does, too. Yeah. I think a python does, too. Anacondas, pythons, const- boa constrictor is obviously the easy one. Yeah. Those one. But yeah, you're right. There's no, I mean, they're not called like cobra biters or whatever. No, no. I mean, Patty, you paint an interesting picture that I'm sure must happen, but is funny to think about, which is just a teacher running out of stuff to say and then grasping it. What else can I do? Te- oh, there's a, there's a cool snake. Let me tell you about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. What else is there? Oh, yeah. There's a cool snake. Just like when you, get, about- when, you, when you get to like a liberal arts college situation, that happens, and then they teach you about Kitty Genovese. You know, it's that, it's that <laughs> kind of stuff. Everybody yeah. know about bow constrictors? Okay, good. Now we're going to do some moral problems. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, rattlesnakes are like, I, they have, they're very venomous, but mm. then they also have, the, they give you the warning, like, yeah. don't make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think but it's those nice. snakes just bite you, right? There's no warning. Yeah, it's just like, oh, you're near me. This is what happened. Yeah. The wrestler is like, oh my god, I'm crazy. Don't come near me. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because they're considered so threatening. Where they're probably the kindest snake. Where they're like, they'll at yeah. least be give like, a chance. come on, man, don't. Hey, man, I'm freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta get away from me. It's the it's the snake equivalent of somebody starting to take off their rings. Is when it starts yeah. rattling. You're like, oh, okay, all right, man, my bad. You're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the snake is now in protective custody. Uh, oh, he, he flipped on. He flipped be- on his owner. Oh, I hate a rat. <laughs> I hate a rat. <laughs> and he, the snake now lives in Arizona under an assumed name. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He gave it up. They said he's, they're going to send him to a rescue, which I imagine is just like a, an Eli's uncle's house. Like, yep. just someone's like, yeah, sure. I I rescue snakes. Like, yeah. that's who is going to own it now. So, yeah. I hope good. he has a good life. Yeah, there's yeah. assumed name. Folks, if you're enjoying this episode, you may also enjoy our bonus episode. We do a bonus episode every week over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for our loyal subscribers. This week, we talk about the glory that is Times Square and a new business that's opening there that I don't think most tourists are going to like. We also talk about kind of relatedly, not really relatedly, uh, rats and how rats are all over the place. Uh, it's not uh, it's sort of indirectly related to this. You're hearing, it, you're hearing it more, rats. Then everyone completes my little exercise. <laughs> Check it out. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's do number three. Number three. <laughs> number three, the funniest number. Uh, this story comes to us from uh, Labor Day in uh, the Discord. Thank you for that. 
Um, this is uh, a story about... <laughs> um, this is also just a delightful... Uh, speaking of like weird, uh, you know, we really talked about a couple different weird occupational type things. Uh, sunflower field owner. That's something that I didn't know was available, but I guess you can do that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, no, not anymore. No one can afford the mortgage <laughs> rates, so you know that was. Uh... Yeah. Uh, so this is the, the there's the owners of a sunflower field in England. Uh, they are pleading. Apparently, what's happening is that so obviously a sunflower field. I mean, that is a photography hotspot. You're getting. You want to get your stuff up on Pixabay. You want to get your stuff up on Pexels. You want to get your stuff up on Wikimedia Commons. You're headed to a sunflower field. All right, you're going to put mm. them up there. Uh, but what some people apparently have, have really found is this is a good backdrop for is being butt ass naked in the sunflower field and taking some mm. artistic nudes, uh, which the sunflower Never thought about it instantly on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feels nice. You know, uh, it's uh, it's flattering. It adds. It's just a good, mm-hmm. nice backdrop. Uh, to yeah, me, the owners- I think this is the influence of Ann Gettys. I think that's why people are like sunflowers <laughs> naked, <laughs> just little like Rose, a little baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they put on uh, the little sunflower like head thing, so yeah, their head yeah. looks like a little yeah. sunflower. Those kids continue go. to grow. Of course, they're gonna. <laughs> this is what they know. Yeah. To be fair, that would be such a weird thing if someone was taking a photo of like their baby in a little kiddie pool, and someone's like, "Hey, you taking naked photos? You taking nudie photos over there?" It's like, "What? No, it's not. Can't be nude yet. It's a baby. It's just baby." That it's is true. A baby can't be nude yet. Can yeah. only be naked. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Nude implies you gotta. Yeah, that's that doesn't it doesn't work. It goes against. Um, but yeah, so the the sunflower field owners. Um, this, I guess business that can su- support grown people in their life. Uh, they are putting up signs because they're, and they're saying, please do not get naked in our sunflower field. Um, apparently the breaking point was a day where three separate people tried to take naked photos in the sunflower field. And I guess they came out and like hit them with a broom. I don't know what their solution is <laughs> to it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they, they're asking them not to do this. And then also, I like this. So they say, we've always had people take risque pictures. This is the first year it's been a problem. Um, and I like they say what? this. <laughs> always. Yeah. Before, now it's some real uggos. So we got to put a stop to this. People have it always used to be done it, but people. before. <laughs> yeah. They're not doing it artistically. We can tell. and uh, <laughs> We're getting fools and below. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's showing One their word. fanny. Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do like this they have this other statement they have. They said, we are having an increase of reports of naked photography taking place, and this must not happen during our public sessions, please. Which implies that they're like, this is something we offer, but mm. it's a private thing. You have to reserve a block in the sunflower field. if you So want there to are closed naked. sessions for yeah, the, for the yeah. sunflower people. Okay, yeah. all right. Which also How big is a sunflower field? I mean, they're pretty big, right? <laughs> so I'm, according I'm, to this, again, I'm it's, going it's, by stock photos that I've seen. The, the, there's uh, there's an article that says it's it's a 50 acre site, uh, Jesus. with roughly two million sunflowers in it. So oh my you know, god, yeah. So I, there you go. I guess it is just like they 
probably cut them and sell them and stuff. But it, is, I guess you can't really call it a farm because they're not really farming them. Right. I'll be but, honest. It sounds a little bit like wasted land. <laughs> I feel like it's like crazy to have that much sunflower wow. space. Spoken like someone who doesn't like a cool phone background. I know. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, <laughs> my experience with sunflower fields, as based on the desktop that came when I got my laptop for the, and opened it for the first time. <laughs> Just, uh, just, just, just biting into a sunflower like it's a peach. Oh, like, no, wasted land? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. What about all those seeds? That could be a golf course. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste! Where yeah. people, think about anywhere people could be parking around here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like I oh, like years ago. I like had a bit about how like corn mazes are so insulting to people who are like having food security issues where they're like it's a maze made of food like you eat it it's like no we wander around in it it's like a fun thing for us you can't see where you're going because of all the food um yeah uh so yeah no i mean i don't know sunflower i feel like you don't need that i mean how many acres was it 50 acres did you say yeah yeah Yeah, but you grow 25 acres of sunflowers and you're like we need more. This we enough. need to expand. <laughs> we need to buy the neighboring farm and replace also, everything that, they've done with sunflowers. If your sunflower field's that big, the people take their nude pictures. What do you care? So that's vast. Yeah. You can't even find mean? them. Yes. How are you stumbling upon these people? I guess they just can't wait. Like as soon as they get past, <laughs> <laughs> stripping their clothes off. Yeah. Just take well, it off the rows. Go in a couple of rows. You yeah, know? Yeah. Get yeah, deeper you in go there. In a couple rows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They get suspicious because they show up in those tearaway things from the NBA, like their courts, <laughs> <laughs> those snap pants. Oh uh, no, you're not coming in here. <laughs> hey, I'm here to take um, sunflower pictures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing underwear under that? Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. illegal for you to ask that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like aren't sunflowers like I feel like they have those real like rough, sticky stems and leaves and stuff. They seem like they would be uncomfortable to like be to make contact with while naked. They do seem like a rough flower. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess how much I don't know how much room there is in the row between rows that's true yeah i'm we, picturing is, it like a corn field mm-hmm. we can't do the story unless we see some of these naked sunflower pictures that's yeah like... you're talking oh boy here we go. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta know chat. i gotta know what we're put them in the chat here. <laughs> put them in the chat yeah. <laughs> throw them in there <laughs> yeah. i would make the punishment if i were the person the owner of the field I would just start taking pictures of them with my phone, like, and saying, yeah, okay, uh, uh, these pictures suck and <laughs> these are not flattering. And if you, if you do, if you post those pictures, I will post my pictures. Mm. <laughs> yes. Just take uh, it from yeah, a from really the, low angle. Side. Yeah. 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 That's why we ask for everybody's name when they come in here. You <laughs> idiot. Uh, I will also say, see this. Think about this more. I'm thinking more. I'm getting madder and madder. This this ways. I feel like I can you, tell. Yeah, outside of the nude uh, photographs of the sunflower field, I feel like photographs of a sunflower field, as we've kind of covered, uh, is like the least needed. There are scores, terabytes upon. We know, you know what they of, look like. Yeah. There's if you need a picture of a sunflower field, it exists. There are so many of them. I don't know. I'm just Yeah, but saying. then you got to take a naked picture of yourself in front of a green screen, you know? That's yeah, a whole exactly. Hassle. Exactly. You got to get the lighting right so it matches. Oh. Forget it. it. Matches. Yeah, that's the thing. It's never going to match yeah. unless you get out there. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I will say I'm looking at the Instagram from this place and they have like like dog night and, and uh, they have like a, 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 a piano called <laughs> That's a street... when the ugly people go take the nude photos. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's okay. In retrospect, it's actually a little meaner than I thought. Alert, alert. We have the mugshot. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Oh, boy. If you're listening to this, pause it live and look at this mugshot from, I guess, four days ago. Four to five years ago. It really is perfect. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. I'm going to say he's he is not smiling. How it's on my phone. How do I get it to the chat? <laughs> Where is it? Let's see. All right, let me send it to my laptop. I guess it is, it is funny that apparently only Paul has access to this, which suggests that you have like like a Rock Obama sort of connection where someone directly <laughs> texted you. Someone in Fulton <laughs> County is like, get it out to him. Yeah, it's Paul's like when John Cena way back the with, death with, of Osama bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Paul's close personal friends with uh, DA Fanny Willis, uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found it. I found, you found it. found it? Okay, great. All right. Yeah, he uh, he he looks cranky. He looks very he cranky. He looks cranky. <laughs> <laughs> he is not happy to be being arrested. Oh, word? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, is that for real? Is that not full? Is that not colored? Like, is that? That's oh, the, my That's goodness. the same one I got. That is what. That is what like yeah. a, this looks like a Madame Tussauds situation. This is really. Wow. It's like. Come on, I mean, man. yes. People always joke about how he's orange, but like, it's all. It almost still is understated like it is wild yeah how deeply russet colored he is and this was this was on his eyes yeah on purpose he's like he's like make me look like this again (laughs) when he when he goes into like top it off but it wouldn't be i think it would not be nearly as bad if his if it didn't make his eyes so pink Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah pink eyes are pink and then the hair is like it's like a such an odd color. It's like brassy. It looks like a bat. Like he dyed it blonde and then didn't tone it. Like didn't yeah. finish doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and I it, mean, it's, it's a yeah. lot. I'm just saying there's also nobody in the mugshot, you know, studio with a bounce card. It's not the most flattering lighting. That is fair. They're not looking out for you. <laughs> Uh, they're not putting a, <laughs> there's yeah. nobody there going chin up. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing, one detail I'm really enjoying here. He's actually like, you, can, you can't see it's below the frame. Instead of his usual pose, he's doing a thumbs down to show you he's unhappy. <laughs> so rare, yeah. so rare. I do love that he is wearing like you know like the universal symbol of like presidential the American flag lapel pin while being mm. booked into jail, which is just yeah. like. All right. Well, yeah, I guess this is a point at which you uh booked into jail for doing un-American stuff. Doing <laughs> doing stuff to against America. undermine America. <laughs> yeah. My favorite, my favorite country. Love it. <laughs> I, his upper lip has always been kind of a, a subject of fascination for me, I think. Where it's like he kind of almost seems like it's it at some point it was larger. It has kind of this like stretch marky vibe to his mm. upper lip. You know, see, I, don't you know, know. I would love to know. I would love to know like what he's done to his face. Like, I'm I'm very curious about that because painted I, I, it it's, orange, it's, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not like he looks like he's had like tons of like work, quote unquote, work done. But he's got to have done some stuff, right? Because like. So much about how he looks is so intentional. 
You don't like yeah. just end up looking like that. It's but, I don't know, but he maybe he, he does like look terrible. Do so yeah, he does probably does. Yeah. So he probably like the idea is like, why would I need to do anything? I look, <laughs> I look great. Yeah. This, yeah. this, you know, this would have been the time. You know, there, there was there was a thing that uh, there was a whole thing where like Donald Trump should try this, and somebody had done like the face app thing where they like made him bald and gave him a beard so he looked like a yeah. like a super villain. He should have right. just gone away for like a month. Obviously, he's incapable of doing that. But this would be the time to debut the bald beard look. <laughs> That'd be just, sick. Like, okay, he, look, he actually yeah. looks cool now. Okay, you know what? You're right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Shelby said apparently uh, Apparently, they allowed him to self-report his height and weight because it says he's 6'3", 215, which come on, dog. Oh. Absolutely, not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That yeah, sucks. me too. Get him on the scale. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. Two fifteen. We all are. We're all we're all six three two fifteen. Yeah. Good yeah. grief! Is it what? Did, yeah, did he have one foot on the scale? Like, oh, come on. <laughs> Point of allowing the person you're arresting to self-report. If you're gonna, if you're going to record this information. What is the point of asking the criminal or the, the person you've arrested? How, how right. tall are you? Mm-hmm. If, we, if we need to know for future reference, well, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, the reason they take all this is so they can't get away. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. It's so you, you can like find them again if they escape. Yeah. And it's if they put an APB out for him and they say he's 6'3", 215. We're never finding this. This guy. guy's yeah. way too fat. There's no way. This is not the guy. He's not President yeah, Donald say. Trump, one of the most recognizable people in the country. He's I will say big. that's <laughs> also wait. How tall is he? How much did he I think I see him. Hey, uh, I don't know. Sure. He's, got the, he's got the tie down below his groin area. It's bright red. Uh, he looks like he's on his tiptoes a little all the time. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He could I, be wearing uh, two yeah. diapers. <laughs> I saw someone who looked like him, but he wasn't standing next to a 7-Eleven door, so I wasn't sure exactly. <laughs> also, think about it. It is kind of funny that they take weight as a way to identify someone in, on the run. It was like, given that weight like fluctuates so wildly with height and all yeah. that, it feels more like it should be like height and then just kind of like shape. It'd be like, Vibe. if they're this general shape and that height. Get them. I also don't think I could. Or booba. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I could guess someone's weight unless you told me a number that was wildly untrue. That's the only way I would be able to say, (laughs) well, no, that person doesn't. That clearly they don't weigh that much or they don't weigh that little. Right. But if you asked, if you pointed at a person and said, how much do you think that person weighs? I would not be able to tell. Yeah. But if I gave you a while, so if I pointed at somebody, guess how much that person weighs and it's not three pounds, you would be on it then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now this scenario would never happen because he has his big dumb jet, but, uh, 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 friend of the show, a comic Glenn Marshall had a bit about how, you know, when you're getting into like a little plane, sometimes they ask you how mu- they have to know how much everyone weighs to balance out the the plane, you know? So, <laughs> and the idea of him being in line and saying he weighs 215 and the gate agent being like 215, huh? Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, two fifteen. Okay, so we're just going to. Uh... What's that carry on? Negative five. Yeah, we were okay. talking no, about wait. here. It, Shelby is telling us Pop Crave yeah. says it's fake. Yeah. Oh. I was going to break. Crave. I was. I was going to break in with checkers a, at a, Pop Crave. Give this yeah. three Pinocchios. Get them out of here. I was going to. I was going to do a sad D D D D D D D D D. So it's not clear. 
uh, whether it's, uh, you know, it does seem like it's fake, but uh, it's going to look something like that, presumably, you know. Um, <laughs> just, yeah. it'll be out by the time this uh, podcast comes out. Just pretend that was all about the real one. Because yeah. they said they said they were going to release the, <laughs> the, the mugshot, right? They did. They, yeah, they released yeah. everyone else's. Yeah. They released uh, John Eastman and somebody immediately made the, have you ever dreamed this man? Uh, <laughs> 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 so, I mean, why would somebody f- do a fake mugshot of a mugshot that's yeah. going to come out like the same day? Mm-hmm. Gotta, you got to get the, those chaos. Those, those X- the clicks. Those X faves, you know, you gotta get, you gotta, yeah. Yeah, you gotta yeah. get those X faves. What are they called on X now? Uh, who, yeah. uh, who, who knows? Sixty uh, nines. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, weed uh, hits. Yeah, tokes. Who called weed hits? We're just yeah. We, <laughs> man, I'm Rick, say, bitch. The, Remember that? that uh, the spread <laughs> of mug sh- the mug sh- the spread of mug shots has like a delightful sort of guess who vibe though. Just like real board mm-hmm. game, old school. They all yeah. have their like one distinguishing feature. That part of it is is fun, I guess. It's a cartoonist dream. Yeah, and look, yeah. Mug, draw all these freaks. Mugshots <laughs> only of powerful people. We don't need to pick random people and do you know the the sort of news roundup mugshots. Uh, yes, agreed. Yeah, but uh, I think it's we can make an exception for the guy who was just the president. I think that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Should we do number two? Yeah. Let's do it. Number two. Number two. Oh, is it me? Sorry. Jesus, yeah, me. I thought it was me for a second. I, got Paul? I didn't did have a number two. <laughs> Paul, did you get my text? Paul. I didn't bring any numbers. Uh, this this story comes to us from one of my favorite display names this week, Hamburger Hinderer in the, in the Discord. Uh, very good. <laughs> that is very good. Um, and I, I've been reading a little bit about this. It's pretty wild. Um, so there was a guy who was working at the British Museum for like 30 years and they found out he was just gradually stealing stuff from them for that like whole time. Uh, The thing that got me to click on it was that they said he stole gems and I was just like, Classic thing to steal. Oh you yeah, yeah. Just have those yeah. around. You gotta, uh-huh. yeah. Um It wasn't like stealing but... his own dinosaur, <laughs> bone by yeah. bone. Just a question here: uh, British Museum could be. Is this a goblin? You know, do, do we yeah. know for sure? Did he say he'll be having that uh, when he took the gems? <laughs> um, unclear. I don't have any pictures of him, so uh, he may well be a goblin. Um, but yeah, so the thing that's like crazy about this guy too is he, well, these are the two facts that I feel like don't go together. So this guy has written several books because he's the head, he was like the head of the Greece and Rome department. How to steal um, gems. I, I, I instantly thought security guard for something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I just thought like, oh yeah, well, everybody else is gone. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> Hey, why not? <laughs> I do a little curation of my own. <laughs> so many. They have so many. They my really God. do. And like, they're not even using them. Feel, <laughs> gonna go ahead I and feel add like that to a lot of it, they literally collection. aren't even using it in the sense that they like don't even display it. It's yeah. just like yeah, yeah, in yeah. cabinets and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, why not just grab yourself a little piece? Yeah. You know? That's going to suck too if you're like an old pharaoh and your necklace, the museum's like, Eh, it's kind of sucks. You're like, come on. That's my best piece of jewelry. Man, if somebody ever reads from the book, I'm coming after you first, pal. Yeah. It's a nice come death on, mask. Just put the come book on. out. Read from the yeah. book. 
Wait, Kat, so he was he worked for the uh for the museum was, as a he was the head of the Greece and Rome department. Right. And I don't know quite what that means, like if he was like an administrator or something, but he did he wrote a book, uh or he wrote a couple books and he curated one of the exhibitions. Um, which makes the second thing really crazy to me because apparently he was listing the things he stole on eBay, which like, <laughs> shouldn't you know someone wow. who would buy for like 50 bucks, not even yeah. for anything. But like, that's to me is the genius part of it is listing them for 50 bucks because everyone thinks they're fake and they're like, mm. you know, there's that. And then also, I'm sure this isn't how it happened, but it's like, I think if you had stuff like that. You know, stolen. The first thing is you you watch eBay. You watch like maybe not a museum, but you watch like Craigslist. But I'm hoping that they go, went onto eBay to look for this stolen good, and they were like, "All right, priceless old gem," and like minimum price sixty thousand. They're like definitely not selling it for less than that, and that's how he evaded capture. Was they were just like maybe. his buy it now price was so low that just they hitting were like, just hitting the yeah. slider all the way down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, I, maybe, perhaps it's, then he just did it for the thrill of it. Right, yeah. just for fun. I mean, yeah. just to yeah. It actually, it actually, it actually does sound kind of fun. It does sound kind of fun. <laughs> I, I was a little struck by the Greece and Rome uh, department. That's right a pretty, now. That's a yeah, so long ago now. It's like that's eh, one department. It's old times. I mean, like I, look, it's we, columns. It's we the column guys. Yeah. Definitely a lot of overfocus on certain things, you know, culturally. Yeah. But like Greece and Rome are like two of the main. They're two of the main ones. If you're talking about museums, yeah. you know, it's like like yeah, Greece, Rome, years. and Egypt. It's all whatever, you know. You you got it. <laughs> Two thousand yeah. years in the future, be like uh, the America and China. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it. It also probably doesn't help that I feel like you see, it's borderline. They're like, we got three departments: Greek, Rome, and miscellaneous. Rest like, of world, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mishmash, potpourri, um, world yeah. music, <laughs> <laughs> like like the, like the CDs at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Don't know what they're saying? It goes here. The Guys who category. don't look like Bruce Springsteen. They're, they're all on one shelf. Uh, I also like this uh, thing in the, from the article. They say that, it, that uh, he showcased ancient sculptures, jewelry, armor, and sports equipment. And I know that means like ancient sports, but I... Golf I mean, clubs. it's hard to read that, and I think it's like golf clubs. Yeah, like a lacrosse stick from yeah, the, yeah, the first Yeah, the first lacrosse stick. <laughs> It was actually in ancient Rome. A lot of people don't know that. These cricket shin gods were used by the Sun King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I just think it's, uh, I don't know. Like, I, he must have been doing it for the thrill because it, it's not, like, if it were a security guard or something, then I could see maybe not knowing what something's worth and just putting it. But like, this guy knew he wrote a whole books about it. And he was just like, yeah. eh, 50 bucks. Like, I'll ah, go for fuck 50 this bucks. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I mean, it's I like we shouldn't it's... have this stuff. Like we <laughs> we we are hoarding other people's treasures and history, right. and we shouldn't have it. I'm gonna put it on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> eBay, the great like democratizer. You know, Anybody I hope a Greek or Roman person buys this gem. <laughs> <laughs> What I hope the situation was was that he had, was that he had some sort of mysterious magical circlet back home with a with one empty slot gem oh, slot. Oh, he's trying and to. So he'd steal water to try it. And he'd, Fuck! All right, and then he'd sell that one. Right, I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. sell this, make some money off it. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, wouldn't you want to make a little more money? And he's like, when the circlet's complete, money is the last thing I need. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually there was another recent like art scandal about old like ancient. 
antiquities or whatever where <laughs> these somebody had this like really nice rare um like chalice with like an engraving on it and uh, to get more money, they broke it and then just sold it to the museum in pieces <laughs> over like 10 years. <laughs> they were like, what are the odds? Thing. I found another piece of this. Yeah. And then eventually it was the it was uh, the Met. It happened at the Met. And That's uh, yeah, incredible. eventually the Met was like, I think you broke this. <laughs> <laughs> There's one piece left. <laughs> yeah, okay. and then the last uh, piece is like four times as expensive. They're like, right. "Well, uh, you can finish it." Um, yeah, like, I know what you're gonna. I know what you're gonna say. Okay, <laughs> but I I'd inter- say the same thing if I were <laughs> right. you. Of I, course. Look, I was in Central Park as I as I am, you know, and uh, lo and behold, there it was. I just have an eye for these things. I'm, these brakes yeah. look awfully new. It's like, yeah, they're really well preserved. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. It was an ancient goblet with a little clay sundial on the side that said, "'Tis wine o'clock under it. <laughs> it was a treasured piece of history. That's actually yeah. not bad merch. Yeah. I, it's hard I to ship because of the sundial. I would go see that if it were in a museum. You think of museum exhibits as is merch. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if that is centuries from now? They us, have they merch have... for ancient Rome. Wow. Ancient merch right. <laughs> all over the world. <laughs> These people followed three tenets. Live, laugh, and love. Yeah. <laughs> These are, that th- this was the is basis the, the, of their life. The code of Hammurabi is uh, no shirt, no shoes, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course, the Roman Empire was known for its female body inspector. <laughs> What were they inspecting? We don't know. <laughs> we found no additional writing about it. <laughs> we learned a lot about the way their language sounded from this ancient uh, scroll that we found. It said, uh, yoga class, I thought you said pour a glass. Yeah, that apparently sounded very similar. That was similar. actually evidence of contact between the Indian subcontinent and ancient Rome. Exactly. You know? So that's a, we that's learned a, a lot from Their it. currency was ass. Cash or grass. <laughs> yeah. They considered right. their trucks uh, important fertility figures, even attaching fake testicles to the back. <laughs> that does actually seem like something that would be in ancient Rome, like some kind of weird phallic cult or something. Yeah. Like, yeah they put fake testicles on all of their transportation items. Yeah. Speaking of good merch, we got a, what was our idea from like two episodes? Truck dick and balls? Not just the nuts anymore. All the pieces. Whole thing. Way grosser. <laughs> Let it all hang out. The complete set. <laughs> <laughs> I broke it. And one? Then, yeah, let's do it. It's exciting. <laughs> and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Number one comes to us from Hamburger Hinderer once again. And uh, this is a, a story from, uh, well, it's here in the U.S. It's uh, that the CDC has issued a warning, you know, the risks going up and all that. Uh, they say here, CDC warns against kissing small turtles over a salmonella risk. And I just want to get one thing up front. I will never stop kissing small turtles. Okay. They will, Absolutely they will not. have to come take them from my cold, dead hands. I'm going to kiss those turtles. Look at them. I'm going to kiss their this little heads. This is great news for me because I only kiss the big guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're off the hook. Nothing to worry about. Just by the way, slow peck many, for the big Galapagos men. I, I have to tell you that many people sent me this story. <laughs> 
just out of personal interest just this uh I, i'm a, i'm a, i i guess i've i've made myself a turtle fan online oh sure oh, yeah and uh and people have taken they've they've noted that uh and so i i whenever there's big turtle news <laughs> uh, my, my inbox is full people <laughs> like to they like to keep me apprised and you know what i don't mind <laughs> yeah we've we, we've established our own strange uh, uh, influx of stories or just like anything from Italy or also yes small animals that's that's I think what we get sent a if lot an of animal time. is somewhere it's not supposed to be we hear about yeah. it we yeah. are on the case like like mm-hmm. at, like on your lips if we're talking about these little turtles <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I guess the risk is salmonella there have been 26 individuals uh, infected with salmonella and linked to small turtles in 11 states nine of the 26 were hospitalized um Oof. So uh, don't kiss or snuggle your turtle and don't eat or drink around. Now, the first part, don't kiss or snuggle makes sense. Don't eat or drink around it. Is just, it's just rude unless you're giving them some. Yeah, you know, exactly. Give him a leaf. He Give him a leaf. Do that. Give him one of those little pellets. Please don't have a candlelight dinner seated across <laughs> from your small turtle. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't place your small turtle on a paella to keep him warm. It's not allowed. <laughs> spread it. That's right. Yeah. Nine people were hospitalized. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I guess. That's, I want to know how they drew this all of... Do you have a turtle? Do you like to kiss it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it shows you contact yeah. tracing we're when gonna, actually done apparently does get results. Gonna, we're going to ask you some routine questions. Yeah, this has real vibes of like house ambling into the room on his cane. He's, like, he's kissing his small turtles. That's what it is. <laughs> like, do you have a turtle? Yes. Is it? Uh, is its shell smaller than four inches? It is. Do this you is love him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost sad that almost nine people. There's so many unloved turtles. Starve for yeah. Now nobody's right? kissing them. Mm-hmm. Well, some people have stronger, I guess you know, uh, 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 immunity. What am I trying to say? Immune systems. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I thought you were going to say and, willpower about kissing the turtle. But, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> well, that doesn't exist. <laughs> um, maybe there's like, is there like a typhoid Mary turtle? <laughs> There's a kissing turtle with salmonella. <laughs> yeah, just give, giving it to the turtles. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's just the most kissable turtle there is. So he's just oh. a super spreader. Everybody just wants to snuggle up on this turtle. One <laughs> filthy turtle, Casanova. Yeah. They trace it back to a pet store that's just one horrible looking turtle. Like, no. Yeah, that's Larry. He's the cause of all of this. It says uh, pet turtle. No one wants to buy him, and he'll be here for a thousand years forever because he's a turtle. Yeah. Of all the of all the pets, you don't want to have too much of in stock at a pet store. Turtles real hard to move. And yeah, (laughs) turnover is real slow there. Um, So it says here, pet turtles of any size can carry salmonella germs in their droppings, even if they look healthy and clean. I'm picturing this as like a like a political attack ad, you know, like (laughs) black and white, like zooming in on a turtle face, like kind of being surprised that the camera. This turtle looks kissable. Paid yeah. for by uh, not getting diarrhea, I guess. I don't know what the, uh, exactly who's paying for paid that. Paid for by snakes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Give them paid to us. I'll that's kiss them. Yeah, that's yeah, because snakes are infinitely frustrated by turtles because the their ability to pull back into their shell and they can't swallow yeah. them. They're yeah, yeah. natural nemesis. It's not the un- uneatable. 
I'm not going to eat the whole shell. Come on. That takes forever. <laughs> do you think when Jeez. a turtle goes inside the shell, do you think it is it is like scared or do you think it's like now now you can't get me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it thinking in there? Now I'm just going to relax and wait. I can outweight you. You you you're gonna give up before I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it in here. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, I think that's when I was a kid. That's an ability that I wanted very badly was the turtle ability. So I'm picturing the second <laughs> one. I think you know. You, yeah, it's uh, like yeah, you can was, you can strike all you want, uh, predator. You're not getting in here, and uh, and yeah, and I'm also pat- picturing that the inside the shell is like. Uh, Inside Genie's lamp, and I dream of Genie. Of course, oh, yeah, there's yeah. furniture in there. He's got a TV. <laughs> Lots of silk curtains yep. for some reason. Yeah, it's beautiful in there. It's where yeah. you want to be. <laughs> if only you'd had that power, Patty the Turtle Boy, an essential part of the X Men Strike Force. Now that would stop just you from immediately getting, no, no. retreating into your shell, uh, yeah. and they're like, "Okay, well, you are safe, but no one else is." Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and let me let me tell you what'll stop bullies is uh, having a shell. Uh, for mm-hmm. for starters, and then yeah. being yeah. able to retreat into it. Um, yeah, what'll, what'll stop bullies, bullies is yelling, I wish retreat. I were a turtle when they start bullying you. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I got the CDC uh, fact page here, and uh, I'm looking at the, the states because I want to know kind of if we're at risk, obviously. Um, obviously, everyone's sure. at risk if they have a small turtle. But uh, uh, so a lot of states with two people, or, or a few states with two people, or, or one. California has only one, Paul, so I think you're okay. Um, so thankfully, Ooh. New York, New <laughs> York, God. New York has three. So we gotta Ooh. we gotta keep heads on a swivel here. Uh, there's pe- three of you. Yeah, well, yeah, three <laughs> more, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Wait, there's one of me. <laughs> this is getting spooky. <laughs> We're all this here. Is like. Final Turtle Nation. Yeah. Tur- turtles in New York with salmonella. April O'Neil is in great danger. Yeah. <laughs> you may not, you may not know this from Shelby's boys. editing. We have had to stop every four to five minutes for an extended bathroom break. So it is actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, Pennsylvania has four. Uh, so that's that's getting up there. But the, the winner here, I guess if you want to call it that, six people in Tennessee uh, got. So that Tennessee is the, is the ground zero of this uh, outbreak here. So. Wow. If you're in Tennessee, I watch out. Ba- just bachelorette like whole... parties, be careful. <laughs> don't don't let a turtle onto one of those uh thi- like bars that you bike with, you know, that you can do, you know, around Nashville. Watch out. <laughs> Wait, now, okay. So they they asked people if they were kissing and snuggling the turtles, right? Because or, or is this just them assuming that this happened? It's people Which going, I think is very presumptuous. Well, well they go, Did you have you been kissing turtle? And then people go, Oh no, but then their mouth is covered in turtle lipstick. And so they go right away. <laughs> okay, buddy. Sure thing. I would love it if the hospital was just making it up. Like, yeah, they kissed the uh, they kissed the turtle. <laughs> What's that on your collar? <laughs> Look, kissing a turtle is sort of like a trash can diagnosis. If it's none of the other stuff. It's probably kissing turtles. It's probably what probably it is. Kiss turtle. <laughs> yeah, just ended up. It's there. funny that it's illegal to have sex with animals, but it's not illegal to kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> you can kiss. You can get to first base with as many animals as you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is true. They can't stop you. Yeah. It's like just don't just don't kiss him on the mouth. Well, what about top of the head? Just somebody trying to negotiate. Like, okay, where's safe? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm gonna do it. You just gotta tell me what the safest option is. Okay, that's what I you need can, from you. You can kiss your pets, yeah. just don't be sensual. Yeah. Be sensual about it. 
You can pet, but it can't Don't be heavy. It. That's it. That's yeah. The, that's a, dry, a dry peck is permissible. <laughs> Grandma kisses. Yeah. Do it. Do like a European kind of this way. On the, yeah. On the <laughs> I'm gonna, I would love to start doing that with animals. <laughs> yeah. that, that would be adorable. You kiss one side of the turtle's head, and then you wait about three seconds for it to slowly move the other cheek over. <laughs> See, he knows. Oh. He gets it. He's very cosmopolitan. <laughs> uh. well, I'm just imagining turtles in all sorts of lovely human situations. Like a turtle... Kind of slowly if walking. If you want to think about turtles in human situations, have I got a movie for you, Eli? <laughs> Coming out soon. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, so yeah. I can't finish this joke. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The yeah, most, the, the new one, I don't know what the name of it is. Oh, yeah. The most human situation, crime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. They're flawed just like us. Yeah, I just like imagining one kind of slowly ambling his way into like a like a local neighborhood dive, and then three guys at a table going, "Oh, here comes trouble!" (laughs) (laughs) I do like that scenario very much. (laughs) A turtle, a turtle ambling in, and the bartender being like, "No, no, (laughs) eighty (laughs) six. He gave too many people salmonella. He was just making out with them. Yeah. Oh. Turtles, man. Pretty cool. That's our yeah. official Turtles, stance. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, if you got it, if you got to kiss them, you know, blow them a kiss. That's all you can do. All right. So yeah. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise, you're taking mm-hmm. a risk. Don't end up in the hospital. Uh, yeah. That's the poster. Don't take the risk. Blow them a kiss. No. Oh, see? Yeah. You should work for the CDC, but only in sloganeering. <laughs> Buddy, I, I have tried. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want me. <laughs> <laughs> I do all the posters, the uh, just the words though, not the not the facts or information, just like the big the big words, you know, the clever ones. That is that is crying out though for like a 1940s World War II treatment. Uh, that poster, mm. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. like to see it. Yeah, I would like to see it. Be up there with the Mister Peanut Goes to War poster, which I recommend people look up if they haven't seen it. It's... I'm absolutely going to look that up, and thank you. <laughs> oh, it's great! It's fantastic. <laughs> He's charging. He's very brave. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. wow. It's very good. Yeah. Mr. Peanut, canonically, is a veteran of World War II. <laughs> is that why? Is that, that why he has a cane? Because yeah. he was injured? I don't know. Yeah. Mr. Peanut hates... He's, he really hate, doesn't like the treatment at the VA. That's He's a single-issue voter. But yeah, he, he fought. <laughs> he served. Yeah. Good Has Mr. Well, Peanut fell the raspy last breath of a Nazi cross his shell? Very possibly, according to this. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't believe it just says Mr. Peanut goes to war, too. It's not like a message about anything. There's not even like like a call to action, right? It's just like, here he is. It's like, all right. Wait, is this like from World War One? (laughs) Oh, it might be World War. The helmet is very World War One. Yeah, he's got like a doughboy helmet on. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, I've never understood those helmets. I was like, what was the biggest threat? Like rain? <laughs> <laughs> was a lot of the bullet com- bullet fire coming from above? Lots of arcing <laughs> ammunition, I guess. Just... Yeah, yeah. A lot of slings back then. Uh, yeah. Dang, I mean, look at that face. He looks ready to go. He looks, yeah. <laughs> They're he's furious. He has, yeah, they're so not he, worried he's not going to finish the job. They're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, does he just attach the sleeves and pant legs? Because everything else seems to be covered by shell. I'm a little confused, but how does that work? Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Is it yeah, growing he has, like, out of him? Yeah, he some kind of garter situation, yeah. I think. Mm. Uh, well, look, 
we thank him for his service. And didn't he, <laughs> yes. didn't he die, or did that, or, or now he's the baby? Or didn't they? Did they stop that? Did that get sort of wiped from canon? <sighs> I think I think they pretended none of that happened. Okay. Yeah. 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 He like he like Baby. drove off you know, a cliff or something. <laughs> I I hate I hate like that really ruined my childhood and <laughs> you know like this retconning just to make it more woke. Yeah, <laughs> what what there was really no point in killing him and having him come back. It was just in response to Baby Yoda, right? It was like oh, people like baby mm. versions of things. Yeah, that they already know. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad I cracked it. <laughs> I just did that version of like one of those annoying gifts that you get in in uh, in the replies. Like you're exact. That's exactly right. That was, that was this. I'm just pointing at Paul's on the screen and saying this. <laughs> We're probably not in the same order, but I'm pointing at you. I'm pointing at you. <laughs> so you just just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Well, should. Are we going to say the same thing, which is to land this plane? We're going to land this plane. The end of this podcast. The the captain was kissing a turtle and got sick, but we were able to talk our way (laughs) through it. That's what happens in Hijack. Check it out. Apple TV. (laughs) (laughs) Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at pattymoe at Kath Barbadoro and at Eli Uden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's where you can see us doing stand-up this week. Wait. Wrong. First, we're going to hear yes. what Paul has to plug. Paul, what you plug? Well, um, I, can I ask, I hate to do this. When does this come out? This uh, very Monday. This Monday. coming Monday. Okay. Monday, let me tell you all, if you're in the Los Angeles area, Sunday, September 10th, I am doing a variety show with my friend Nicole Parker. We've never done a show like this together before. It's going to be at Lodge Room in Highland Park, Sunday, September 10th, 7 p.m. It's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of a lot of fun, the very next month, I will be in uh, at the Bell House in Brooklyn doing uh, my solo variety show, Variatopia. Um, which is always fun. Bell House is my favorite venue in America. We're doing shows on Saturday the 14th and Sunday the 15th of October. The early shows are sold out. As of this recording, there are still tickets for the late shows. So come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. PaulFTompkins.com slash live. Yes, go to those. Amazing. Hopefully there are more than three tickets available for the late show because I assume the three of us are going to run, not walk internet over there I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick them up i'm gonna drop my little turtle and pick up uh the, start mashing the keyboard to get to that website that's right drop yeah. your turtles and mash those keyboards <laughs> um i have a show friday september 1st at 8 p.m my monthly show paid protest is at silo uh we're raising money for uh some tenant organizing stuff it should be really fun the lineup is really great and then Sunday, September 3rd, I'm doing Steve Martin Presents at Union Hall. So come to those. Eli, what you got? I do not have anything as of this moment. <gasps> I know. But Patty, soon. what you got? Who's the king from earlier? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right. Who's the king? <laughs> yes. Name oh, the king. It's not over yet. <laughs> All right. We haven't heard Patty's blood. Oh, that's true. That's uh, true. If you, if you need to find me, you can uh, see me... Uh, 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 
taking Liza out to go to the bathroom. That's that's it. That's all I got going on these days. So uh, I've got a little dog, and she has to go out a lot. So that's that's it. So come check that out. Um, <laughs> tickets still available, as far as I know. And now we come to the strangest thing <laughs> to find out who has become the king. <laughs> Uh, Kath. I'm the king? <laughs> yeah. Kath is the king. Wow, thank you. Yeah, yeah. This is such an honor. Oh, I'm going to be so annoying about this. <laughs> well, I hope everyone enjoyed my last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's just blood running down both of my palms from uh, from squeezing fists so hard with my nails. <laughs> no, that's really great. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's you just heard a wine glass shatter off camera. That wasn't my grip. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for doing the podcast, Paul. Thank you for oh, making me the king. So much fun. It was so good to see you guys again. Thanks for having me back. And congratulations on 300 episodes. That is really, that is, honestly, that is very remarkable. It's, it's not, not everybody does that. And it's a really cool thing that you've been doing this for, for such a long time and still having fun and people are still enjoying it. That's an awesome thing. So congrats. Thank hey, you. Thank you. Well, thank you yeah. And thank you everyone for listening to us 300 times. Yeah. That's amazing. And thank you really to my, it. to my friends from the show who do the show with me. Thank you, friends. Hey, Aww. thank you to the friends to my left and right, at least on my screen, who are Kath and Patty. <laughs> and also thanks to the friend who is below me with the pic- video off, Shelby, and to Paul, <laughs> despite his glitz- grabbing the throne from beneath my feet. <laughs> well, have a good one, everyone. We will see you next week. See you next Goodbye. week. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>